Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk to those of you in my audience who are aspiring first-time homebuyers. As someone who has gone through that process, I definitely know how exciting it can be, but I also know how stressful it can be as well. So in today's episode, I want to give you some tips to keep in mind just to make the process a little bit easier. At the time that I am recording this video, we have been homeowners almost five years now. I still cannot believe we have been in this house that long. And more importantly, that the whole process that we went through, the good parts and the ugly parts, were so long ago but it still feels fresh at this point so i definitely want to give you some tips during today's episode now the first thing i would say to make the process a little bit easier is make sure you actually have a budget before you go house hunting right? I think for many of us, the first thing we want to do is to go out and look at homes, right? We want to look at our potential homes, see these amazing neighborhoods. We get so excited about walking into houses to see if this could be our future home. And while that process can be exciting, you definitely don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. And here's what I mean. You know, let's say you see this amazing house, there's an open house, you walk in and you can literally see you and your family in this home, right? And you get so excited. Now, let's say you get to the point where you want to get serious about buying this home only to realize that it is something you cannot actually afford right and when i say afford meaning the bank is not going to approve you for a mortgage that's going to give you enough money to purchase this house so to keep us from experiencing that disappointment we want to kind of understand what our price range is before we go on this amazing journey of house hunting Now, the best way to understand what your actual budget is, you should go to an actual lender to get a pre-approval. Now, with the pre-approval, they're going to verify your income, your credit, your debts, to really see what you have going on. And from there, they will give you an understanding of how much of a mortgage they will approve you for. And then once you have that number, you are now in a better position to understand what homes are actually affordable for you. Now, if you are not quite ready to go to a bank to get a pre-approval and go through that whole process, what you can do is use an online tool called a mortgage calculator. 
Now, the banks that do offer mortgages will have one on their website. And there are also third-party websites that do have mortgage calculators as well. Now, with the calculator, you will input some different data points. And based upon your answers, it will give you a range of how much of a mortgage you could potentially be approved for. So many of the calculators will ask for some of the same basic information, but again, each one is different. So you may want to try at least two to three of them to see how different they are in regards to how much of a mortgage they say you could be approved for. Now, with some of the calculators, you will have to put in information such as your income, debts, and things like that. Some may even ask you to put in your credit score. And from there, it will give you a range of how much of a mortgage you could be approved for. Now, some of these same calculators will also give you the option to see how much your monthly mortgage payments would be. So you can put in the purchase price of the house you're looking at. You can put in the taxes, meaning the property taxes. You can put in your homeowner's insurance that you can get a quote for as well. And once you put in all of these inputs, it will then let you know how much your mortgage could be potentially based upon different interest rates. So these mortgage calculators are really a great tool to give you insight on one, how much of a mortgage you could be approved for so you can see what your budget is when you are ready to shop for a house. And two, it can give you an idea of how much your monthly mortgage payment could be if you do decide to purchase a certain house. Now, my second tip for those of you who are aspiring first-time home buyers is do not rush the process. I know when you are trying to buy a house and you've been wanting it for so long, you just want to hurry up and get it over with so you can now be a homeowner officially. But I will definitely say when you rush the process, you do leave yourself open to making some mistakes that could cost you a lot of money in the long run or cost you or cause you to have buyer's remorse. So I know when my husband and I were going through our journey to purchase our home, it took us one year. Now we had no idea it would take us that long, but we definitely did run into issues along the way. We were putting in offers on homes where the sellers did not want to negotiate price. We put in offers on homes where we were outbid by other buyers. And we also saw beautiful homes that looked really good in the MLS listing. But then when we would go to the house in person, we would see things like power lines, overhead, or it would be on a really busy street that was noisy, or the houses were really close together and that's not something that we were looking for. So even though we were excited about house hunting, it definitely made us feel very frustrated and sometimes discouraged, but we knew that this was going to be one of the largest purchases we were going to make and we did not want to settle for just any house so we knew that we had to just keep going and staying committed to the process because again, this was going to be a huge commitment and we wanted to ultimately feel comfortable and happy 
with our final decision. And one thing that I will say is when you are in this process, talking to other people who have gone through the process is very helpful. You can just learn from them mistakes that they have made so you can avoid them. You can understand things that went really well for them so you can kind of keep that in mind as you're going through the process. So again, doing this in a silo is the worst thing you can do reach out to people so you can learn from them. And not only that, find references and resources to help you along the way as well. I will say in our home buying process, everything from looking for a home, going through the mortgage approval process and to actually closing on the home, we had a phenomenal team that really helped us get through this process everyone from the real estate agent to the real estate attorney to the loan officer to the underwriter i mean every single person that we work with were so phenomenal i cannot tell you enough how they really made this experience not so stressful and they really made sure that we understood everything that was going on at every step of the process so I can definitely say getting referrals and references when you are trying to hire someone is also very beneficial, especially if you are a first time home buyer, you've never gone through this before. So you definitely don't want to take this on all by yourself and not reach out for help. Now my third tip for anyone who is an aspiring first time home buyer is to also get a good understanding of the neighborhood you are potentially moving into, right? If you have found this beautiful home and it is not in a neighborhood that you are familiar with, you want to get very familiar with this neighborhood before buying a house, right? When it comes to real estate, you may have heard that cliche that location, location, location matters right? If you can have a beautiful home and a neighborhood that's not so good, what is really the point, right? And so you really want to get an understanding of where you are moving into. So here are some things to research once you do decide on a particular house in a particular neighborhood. So of course, the first thing is if you have children, you definitely want to do some research about the school district. You also want to just do a survey or review of what things are in the neighboring area. So for example, are you really far away from the nearest gas station, convenience store, right? Is that important to you? If it's not, then that's okay. But if you do like the convenience of being close to shops and things like that, you want to make sure that you do some research to see if your home does have these things that matter to you. Right, if you are someone who is working outside of the home and you do have to commute to work, you want to understand what is your commute going to be potentially, right? So let's say for example, you leave your current home at eight o'clock in the morning to get to work and let's say you have an hour commute. So you are trying to get to work by nine o'clock. So what I would recommend is at the time you are looking to leave your house in the morning, use Google Maps to see how long would your commute be from that new home. Is your commute going to be shorter? 
Is it going to be longer? Is it going to be about the same? Also, how far is the highway from you if you do need to hop on the highway to get to work? These things are really important and we don't really think about that when we're trying to buy a house. We just get excited about the house itself. But back to what I was saying a little while ago, location matters. So you really want to do some due diligence to get a true understanding of the neighborhood you may potentially be moving into. So one tip that I like to give, and actually you can use this tip whether you are looking to buy a house, rent a house, or even rent an apartment. You want to visit that neighborhood at night and on the weekends, right? That's really going to give you a good view of what the neighborhood is like, what the neighbors are like. Is it really noisy? Is it really quiet? And so I think that's really a good way to gauge if this is somewhere you could truly see yourself living. Because again, having a beautiful house or having a nice house is really good and it's great, but if if it is in a neighborhood where you don't feel safe or you don't like the neighborhood, you realize it's really, really loud or it just does not fit your lifestyle, that could definitely cause you to have buyer's remorse, right? And once you buy that house, you can't take it back, right? You can't sell you know, and get out of there. But again, you definitely want to do your due diligence up front so you don't have to worry about buyer's remorse later. So just to recap the three tips that we talked about today, one, you should never go house hunting without a budget. Whether you go through the pre-approval process with the bank or if you use a mortgage calculator Whichever option you go with, you want to just have a idea or some understanding of what price range fits your budget. You don't want to go out there and get your heart set on this amazing home only to find out that you really cannot afford it, right? So having a budget is going to help make the home buying process a little bit easier. We also talked about not rushing the process. I know that Having a home may be something you have been working on for a long, long time and you just cannot wait for it to become a reality. Trust me, I understand more than you know. But because this is one of the largest purchases you are ever going to make in your life, so you want to make sure you are putting yourself in a good position. You don't want to have buyer's remorse. And then last but not least, we talked about doing some research about the neighborhood you are potentially moving into. This is important because again, you don't want to have buyer's remorse. So you can use Google as an amazing tool to do some research. Also, you want to hit the streets, right? To see what goes on in that neighborhood in the evenings and on the weekends. You really want to see if this neighborhood fit your lifestyle and that you are going to be comfortable living there. So I hope you found these tips helpful. If you are on your journey to purchasing your first home, I definitely am excited for you and I am rooting for you. And if you do need any help or have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I also will put in the show notes below a link to my online school where I do have online courses that will help you with improving your credit scores, 
getting better at budgeting, if you need help with investing. So I will put that down below. But again, I am rooting for you and I really do hope you make your dream a reality. And I also want to thank you so much for stopping by. Have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.